You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. Let's <laughs> okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here with The Reform Way. I am joined by our January 2022 reformer of the month mr matt valbuena woot 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 yeah maddie is it matt maddie matthew 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 yeah it's one of those things well like some people may know but my parents are deaf so growing up as a kid everybody just referred to you by your full name so i just kind of been accustomed to be referred to as matthew my whole life so it just kind of stuck around that is really cool i think that's a really fast intro yeah yeah i don't think jump into the interesting stuff right off the bat but it it does explain why I, I kind of go by the full name rather than just Matt or something like that. But yeah, interesting. I love it. I love it. We'll go back to that because I, I want to. Sure. Um, so Matt, how long uh, how long have you been involved with us here, and how did you get started? So it's been past five years already. So this coming August will be six years, okay. and it all started because of my nephew's birthday party. My stepbrother and sister in law are huge. Uh, CrossFit fanatics. Uh, my my sister in law Dion has done Wadapalooza and she's done regionals and she's oh, I remember that. she goes hard. And so five years ago, my my nephew was having a birthday party and I think he was turning like five or six at the time and it was a pool party and they invited all the CrossFit buddies and some family to the uh, to the party. And so I'm sitting there, you know, t shirt and shorts, sitting in the shade eating pizza, and a bunch of just buff people showed up take their shirts off. They're all ripped and muscled and, and doing And I'm eating pizza going, what am I doing? <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah, well, not, well, not necessarily yeah. what I'm doing wrong, but it's yeah. like, why am I not doing that? Yeah. And so um, that really kind of, even though I know that they, they had been crossfitters for a while, that really kind of started the ball rolling. And, and they just said, hey, you know, just drop in on a Saturday uh, and try it out and see if you like it. Mm-hmm. So maybe two weeks or so after that birthday party, I went down to CrossFit Tussin tried it out and just had my ass completely handed to me and i was like this is actually kind of cool and then so came home started looking up uh options nearby and sent you an email Mm -hmm. and uh you had me come in and and do the uh the tryout the 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 uh, yeah the the initial class just the initial like the the fitness uh uh evaluation Mm -hmm. and i think i hurled (laughs) <laughs> you might not. I, well, I think it was did. just like the simple like rowing yeah, air squats and something and, like and I push think, up sit-ups yeah, yeah and I'm pretty sure I puked I think you probably did yeah and I was like all right this is interesting I think I'm gonna go for it <laughs> yeah. and that's where it started I started the on-ramp and then I think I was clear of the on-ramp by the beginning of September so I started I want to say mid-August and then so like every year I take my my progress photo as I call it mm-hmm. at the end of August um, like the last week of August. And so, yeah, it's it's been coming up on six years. It's That's awesome. gone fast. Yeah, right. It is crazy, huh? Um, you know, and it feels like, you know, from our perspective, you know, we've been open eight and a half years. It feels like you've been here from the beginning. It kind of does too, but I mean, yeah. not, not in a bad way, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's become so much of my routine mm-hmm. that it's just, it goes without thought. It's like, all right, it's, it's a weekday. I'm at the gym at 5:30 in the morning. That's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Yeah. 
And, is, and especially now with the pandemic where I'm not traveling as much, mm-hmm. I'm That's pretty true. much always here. Where usually I'll, I kind of look forward to some of those breaks. Like, yay, I get to sleep in for yeah, a week. Yeah. But, um, it's been nice. Yeah, you're a, you're a habit based guy, obviously, and it's and that's the best way you can kind of really set up success. Yeah, very, yeah, I think anything. I'm right at that like maybe thousand visit mark, or I'm right. getting close to it if I haven't already right. hit it. I yet. need to check it for you. Yeah, I will check that. Um, I should have done that before this, but we will check it. Don't worry. Um, so fun, like fun thing about your progress photos, we get to see all your different facial hair and cool like styles. Yeah, yeah um, that always changes. But any other changes you've noticed since coming? It can be physical, mental, psychological, whatever. Um. You know, from from a appearance standpoint, obviously T-shirts fit a lot better. Like okay. uh, the chest, upper arms, all that stuff is is much more defined. I definitely don't have moobs anymore. Okay, so nice. that that yeah. is a plus. Um, from a health standpoint, like I'm I'm a uh, type one insulin dependent diabetic, mm-hmm. and so I've been on a, a continuous glucose monitor uh, for about six, seven years now. So I, I got it shortly before I started CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. And the way a continuous glucose monitor works is it literally is something that I, I uh, put on my skin and there's a little uh, needle that goes below the surface of the skin and it monitors my blood sugar every three minutes. And so I can see how it reacts based on what I eat. And then, of course, I know how much insulin I'm taking. But so since I started CrossFit, um, I've actually had to cut back the amount of insulin that I need um, because my body is much better able to metabolize my diet. And so from a health perspective, um, I always go in for uh, quarterly checkups and part of the lab work they do is what they call an A1C. Mm -hmm. And the A1C test gives you a three-month running average of your glucose. And it's as a percentage. So uh, anything under a 5.6 would be considered non-diabetic. So if you were to go get your lab work done and get an A1C, you would be under a 5.6. As a diabetic, the doctors basically are are hoping the patient's under a 7. And that's still above average. That's that's, that's above a normal person. But in terms of a diabetic, that's pretty good. I'm at a 5.2. Oh, snap. So from a blood work perspective, I don't show any symptoms of being diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I attribute that a lot to the, the fitness routine I've, I've, I've picked up being here. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, what were you when you started? Not when you started here, but like when you started doing your glucose monitor and stuff. Uh, so basically, um, I mean, I remember some of my early scores were like, you know, 13, oh, 12, goodness. 11. When I got the glucose monitor, I was right around like a like a six five, like so, I was doing pretty good, okay. and then I dropped down a full point, so wow. I went down to like five something. Yeah, um, and now I'm down, you know, five two, five three, five two. Um, it just depends, you know, every three months. Sometimes with the holidays, it'll creep up to like a five five, five six, right. and then it'll fall back down. So, so how did you find like so so side tangent? Like, you you got the monitor six ish years ago, hypothetically, yeah. right? Um, before that, did you know you were type one diabetic? I knew I was diabetic. I've been diabetic since the age of twenty. Okay. So now that I'm I'm 42, it's been 22 years that I've been diabetic. But the problem with with diabetes is the 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 typical finger stick they tell you to do before you eat and then an hour after you eat. Okay. So an hour after I eat, I prick my finger, I look, and I go, "Oh, I'm at 120. Mm-hmm. That's good." Mm-hmm. Not realizing that it's it's on its way up, uh. and three hours later, I'd be like 250, 260. Mm-hmm. With the continuous glucose monitor, you can really see how quickly your body reacts to whatever you eat. And so uh, things that are more carb dense or, or like a, you know, like a potato or rice or something like that um, may take longer to uh, 
increase my, my blood sugar. Whereas obviously like fruits, juice will spike it a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. So realizing that certain foods that I thought were fine were actually more problematic several hours later rather than immediately. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the CGM, the continuous glucose monitor really helped identify that and really made it easy to understand, okay, if I eat this, I might have to take more insulin or you know what, if I know I'm going to be working out hard over a long yeah. period of time, I should eat this beforehand yeah. and this will give me the, uh, the energy I need to sustain. Yeah. And so like, because I'm here at five 30 in the morning, I can't eat a full meal. So yeah. my, my go-to routine is literally just a banana mm -hmm. and a glass of water. Mm -hmm. And then I'm here about 15 minutes later working out. Yeah. That's awesome. The, uh, side of that too i don't know I, I don't know if it's launched yet or not but we had done a podcast with jolene recently and she had been testing with a continuous glucose monitor. so they're they're pitching it as a health tool uh for non-medical use but for more like awareness and i've, mm -hmm. I've seen that it's it's kind of interesting um to me it seems kind of intrusive to actually want to do that voluntarily if you don't have to do it right um but it is an interesting reference point. I don't know how you would use it from an ath athletic standpoint, right? Uh, but as a diabetic, it, it, mm -hmm. it has been an indispensable tool for me. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. It's huge. I'm glad that, that you have that. So let's circle back into the the training world and some things like that. Yeah. What are the things that you really enjoy or you love, and what are the, some of the things that you loathe in a workout? Like so. If for some reason I pass away and there's a hero wad named after me, yes, perfect. It's going to include the hip band wall squat. Ah, very good. Anything I, will, I can do, put that in there. Yeah, anything I can do on my back with my eyes closed, <laughs> I'm all for. All for. Um, and of course, you know, the, the stretching ends up being quite useful as well. Yeah. Um, the lifts that utilize the lower body, I, I tend to do well on. So I, I look forward to those. Okay. So things like deadlifts, mm -hmm. um, you know, even even cleans and stuff, those I, I, I'm pretty confident on and feel pretty strong about. Squats, back mm -hmm. squats, front squat, yeah, you're great those are fine. Um the things that I hate the most are more upper body related. Okay. So I know we've been doing this, this progression on strict pull-ups. Mm -hmm. And so it's been kicking my ass and I got seven eighths of a pull-up, yeah, but not a pull-up. So that <laughs> <You're close>. sucks. <laughs> and, uh, snatches. Um, you know, I understand this whole functional fitness thing, but I'm trying to picture what scenario would I need to snatch something overhead because knowing me i'd just clean and jerk it uh, maybe there yeah there but go. the snatch kind of sucks and i think for me the, the hardest part is is it's it's like trying to to pat your head and rub your stomach it's doing two things simultaneously so i can get the bar up but remembering to get under the bar yeah. low enough yeah. to lock out is kind of the the challenge um and of course because it requires some actual upper body strength for me and eh, it's a little tricky yeah Definitely component like yeah it's so there's so many components to that that putting it all together is is a cluster f yeah and like. and and now that that Corey's bringing back the uh, the barbell mm -hmm. class it's Club and that's gonna be on Saturday I'm like all right I gotta gotta see uh, if I can do that and then yeah. I'm probably gonna sign up it's yeah. just uh, making sure Grayson's do my son is doing little league oh cool. um, and so just making sure that's not gonna be an issue with games and stuff but otherwise I'm in yeah if you could it'll only yeah. help you you know. Um, so we kind of, I mean, you, you threw it right in there in the beginning, but something others in the gym might not know about you. I love your family kind of background. Yeah, so my parents are deaf. Uh, my first language was sign language. Um, and growing up, I was the interpreter for my parents. I've been on job interviews at the age of like oh. eight. I bought a car when I was eight, nice. uh, bought a house when I was seven, wow. um, doing these things as an interpreter. I mean, back in the day before 
video conferencing, before smartphones really were a thing, I was the one that would pick up the phone and call somebody on behalf of my parents. Mm. Um, they were able to communicate through what they called a a TDD or a telecommunication device for the deaf. And it was, think of like a keyboard with a single line scrolling display. Like if you've ever watched the news and they have the news ticker scrolling across the bottom of the screen, imagine typing back and forth through a single line of text going across the bottom of the screen. So it was a huge inconvenience, but for a deaf person, that was great because it gave them the ability to actually communicate. Right. Having a hearing kit around, it was just much easier. So they just gave me the phone and said, hey, can you call the doctor? Can you call this company? Can you call this? And then in-person stuff, that's why I was interpreting. So I I had a lot of very adult experiences at a young age. Yeah. And so if you know me, I like to be I like to have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't take life too seriously because I've been through all that serious stuff as a kid. You're you know, I missed out on my childhood right. doing all these responsible things for my parents. So now as an adult, um, I like to have fun and 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 be as much of an ungrown up as I can be. Yeah. And you're clearly doing that successfully. Oh, yeah. You're successful sure. in what you do. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then the cool kind of other side thing that, that you really have a interest in is cars, right? So you yeah. work in cars like so to people with that. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm an R&D engineer for Mazda. So I'm responsible for Mazda's in-vehicle technology, how you interact with the features in your car. So the, the adaptive cruise control, the car play experience, or the the heads-up display, anything that you see or interact with in a car, especially in a Mazda vehicle, I've had my hand in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy playing with cars, but my, my whole, as a kid, like I was I was always into custom cars and building stuff and, and being hands-on, and so I worked as a car audio installer for a number of years. I built cars that were in TV shows and in movies, uh, stuff that went to... Um, major like trade shows and things like that. So I've always had an interest and a passion for cars and technology. Mm-hmm. So being able to do this and kind of merge the the tech interests along with the automotive interests at this, for me, perfect job at Mazda has been has been fun. Yeah, you've been with Mazda a long, ever since I've known you, I believe. Yeah, well, since I started, I, I've been here. So coming up, uh, Cinco de Mayo will be eight years. Oh, cool. So I uh, celebrate my work anniversary with Choco Tacos. Oh, and yeah. While we were able to work, or when we were able to work together in person in the office, I would buy the entire office Choco Tacos. And on my five-year anniversary, I had a taco guy come out and cater lunch for the entire office. Um, With the pandemic, since we've been working remotely, that hasn't been as easy. Um, But I've had actual coworkers uh, surprise me with a Choco Taco delivery on Cinco de Mayo to keep the tradition going. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do this year. Um, and it might just be emailing everybody like a, a Chipotle gift card or something right, like that so everybody right. can kind of celebrate together even right. though we're all remote. Yeah, that's but, rad. Yeah, I got to have fun somehow. Off that too, the other kind of fun things about, obviously there's always these fun, unique things about you. Um, discuss or explain your 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 family or you and your wife's anniversary kind of tradition. So my wife and I, when we got married, we got married here in Rancho at the Bell Tower. Oh, cool. And um, so... The Bell Tower facility, they have the ballroom and they have a, a catering kitchen, but we didn't want to go the traditional catering route because, I mean, face it, you've all been to a bunch of weddings. Really, all you remember is chicken or beef. Mm-hmm. And my wife, her parents got engaged. My father-in-law proposed to my mother-in-law when they were 18 years old after uh, a dinner at In-N-Out. Oh. So we 
had in and out at our wedding. We actually had the in and out truck um, parked outside the uh, the um, bell tower. Mm-hmm. And my wife is a creative director. She's in advertising. So she uh, designed the menus. And so what it was, when you sat down at the table, you had a little place card menu with the in and out menu on it. And you had an in and out pencil. And you could mark whatever you wanted. So animal style, double, double, three by three, whatever it was. And then we actually had paid caterers come take your your menu card, write down the table and, and seat number you're at, and they went out to the, the truck and, and placed your order. Um, at that time, the In-N-Out truck did not do French fries on the truck, mm-hmm. so the caterer actually did gourmet fries in, in, the, uh, yeah. in the kitchen at the bell tower. So when you got your food, you got a double-double or whatever it was in the In-N-Out wrapper plated on china mm-hmm. with uh, gourmet fries with... Um, you know, we had we had everything else. Oh, instead of doing a champagne toast, yeah. we did adult milkshakes. So we had like a nice. like a, a chocolate liqueur uh, shake and stuff like that. But because we had in and out at our wedding, it's become a tradition to whatever day of the year our anniversary falls on, we go to In and Out, and we've taken our picture out in front of In and Out. And so this year will be our fifteenth anniversary in September. Awesome. So we have fourteen years of us as a couple and as a family. In front of in and out, so we've put them together, and you kind of see again the different facial hair. Yeah, you see the aging. You, you see our son Grayson grow up through the years, growing yeah. up. So it's been a uh, really fun tradition that we can do, no matter if our anniversary falls on a Tuesday or on a weekend. It's something that we always do. I love that. I love that about you guys. You guys are never dull. It's just super fun. Um, so last couple questions, like what? Sure. Um, if you could give any advice to. Um, Anybody starting to work out, new to working out, looking to getting into working out, kind of what would you, what would you kind of say to them? I think what I what I've seen from other people and other comments, especially when you look online, is is people get too worried about what other people think, mm-hmm. and they're worried that they're either going to make a fool of themselves or they won't be able to keep up. And I think understanding that CrossFit literally is for everybody. You can scale no matter what your ability to find something that is challenging for you, but it's still something you can accomplish. Like during this whole pull-up progression, I was grabbing plenty of those bands. I mean, I was doing I had purple, green, and even a black when we were doing sets of 15 yep. just to get the movements in place, and my triceps are feeling it. <laughs> but it was still challenging, and I was still able to see a progression. So mm-hmm. realizing that you're not going to be judged. I mean, as much as you think that's going to happen, it doesn't. Everybody's there really kind of just focusing on themselves, just trying to make it through the, the grind of the workout. Um, so it's it's don't let your fears prevent you from trying it. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I started small. I mean, I showed up, I think, two days a week. Mm-hmm. I went Tuesdays and Thursdays. Then I went three days a week to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I finally stepped up to just five days a week. So I'm here Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. But being able to kind of slowly get into it is also uh, another key tip because I wouldn't try jumping into this with both feet full bore right off the bat. No, it's adjusting the body for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I remember the first couple of weeks I could barely walk down the stairs cause my chest would jiggle and it was just so sore that it was painful. Yeah. You just got to kind of build it in. Right. Oh, yeah. We'll help with that. That's, that's, that's totally true. And, and you're right about the, we had the discussion literally in the class earlier today about the same thing you're saying where like, everyone's kind of worried about just what they're, they're doing themselves and breathing right and counting yeah. their numbers right and moving well. Nobody's worried about what you're doing. Nobody no, nobody it. has time to really no. sit there and judge you because they're just in their own pain cave going yeah. through this. They're yeah, surviving too. Exactly. Um, cool, right on. Is there any, uh, while you have the mic, are there any shout outs you'd like to give out while you're here? 
Uh, you know the 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 dawn patrol, the the five thirty a.m. crew is, is pretty awesome. Being able to get up at the crack of dawn and and do what we do every day is is quite the challenge. I know we're not drinking beer after our workouts, but it's 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 quite a bit of fun. But even just to to you and to to Corey and just to all the all the coaches. I mean, it's it's Ashley's doing a kick ass job filling in in the mornings, and it's it's been it's fun. The fact that I actually look forward to showing up and being miserable for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever the workout is, is something that I look forward to. And it's, it sounds strange, but it's, it's the accountability that I, I, I really appreciate from the coaches and from, from the other classmates. I mean, the fact that we're in multiple text groups and we're talking trash and just, you know, giving each other a hard time or whatever, but it's, the fact that we we want to show up because we want to see other people succeed, mm-hmm. we want to see ourselves succeed, and it's it's really a awesome community that I, as somebody that never did CrossFit before, I didn't understand could be a thing, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I mean, I've been a back before it was twenty hour for, back before it was even twenty four hour fitness when it was family fitness, yeah. you know, been a gym member for years, but never had that experience, never had that looking forward to working out thing or right. or you know what are we going to do today, and so. That sense of adventure and the the fact that everybody's kind of encouraging and pushing each other to to do what they can is is awesome. Yeah, it's huge. You're totally right. The Dawn Patrol rocks. You're a huge component of that. And and like you said, it's people don't sign up for a community, but they stay because of it. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It was really the unexpected perk. Yeah. It's amazing. Right on. Well, I think that's a good place for us to wrap it up, Matt. Uh, you know. You've been a huge part of our community here. Um, I just want to say I'm proud of you. We love having you as a part of it. We love having your whole family around at different times and all that. You're a big ethos to what we are. Um, so thank you. Congratulations. Well-deserved being our just January 2022. Yeah, I've really enjoyed the uh, the VIP parking. and Those blue spots right out front have been awesome. You like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, only for the early mornings. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Thanks, Matt. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.